0: Hey guys, welcome back. This is Tori from Tori Talk Scripture. And like the last one, it's been a while. Life's been busy around here and trying to get my traction on the new year and the new education year that we're starting. In that time, I've decided to go through the book of Mark. I had asked a friend, what book of the Bible should I do for a devotion and All they said was, go to the Gospels, and as I was looking through the Gospels, I would found that Mark was the least marked up, ironically. Uh, You're welcome for that awful pun. And so I took the journey, and I was hoping that you guys would take the journey as well with me. There's so many things that happen in this book, and I really missed out on it for so many years, and so I want you guys to... Take some time to listen to Mark and uh, explore the questions and the bold statements that Jesus has in, in this gospel uh, with me. Funny enough, for the longest time, I thought that Mark was just a disciple, one of the twelve, and then I this was like a couple years ago, and, and I had the realization that no, he's not. And so if today is the day that you learn that Mark was not one of the original twelve, you're welcome. You were this old when you found that out. So if we look at Mark 1, it starts out with uh, John the Baptist preparing the way, and John the Baptist was this great guy, great follower of Jesus uh, that was going out and baptizing people. And so if we look a little past uh, in Mark 1, um, it reads in Mark 1, 7, um, and to follow, it says, and this was his message, after me comes the one more powerful than I, the thongs of his sandals. I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I baptize you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. And I'm sure that when he was saying this, the people were staring at him like, okay, John, thanks. But like, could you baptize me? And what they didn't realize at this time was John was saying that there's going to be someone that comes here to change your life He's going to give you the Holy Spirit that is going to be with you now and forever. And so um, if you go a little further, um, you have Jesus's baptism. And I can only imagine how John would have felt when Jesus came up to him and was like, you baptize me. And John was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) And Jesus was like, no, and like knelt down to be baptized and then later he after immediately after he was baptized he goes into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by satan like oh all right i'm prepared i have i have my baptism and now i'm going to go be tempted for 40 days in the wilderness by satan i can't even imagine what that would feel like to just be solely out there trying to battle the sin of the world but knowing that he's a 100% man and a 100% God makes sense as to why he could withstand it. But I can only imagine that the human side of him was just gut-wrenchingly wanting to get out, but knowing that he couldn't. And so later on in uh, Mark 1, You hear Jesus calling the first disciples, and I'll read some of that. So it's uh, and to follow. It says, And Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee. He saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, and they were fishermen. Come follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. How bold of all of them to do that. I am such a skeptical person in life that if somebody were to be like, come follow me, I'd be like, wait, why? What do you have? What did I do wrong? What do you, what's going on? What do I get out of this? Is this worth it? I would have a million and one questions. And at that point, I feel like Jesus would have just like grabbed my arm and be like, come on, Tori, this is good for you. And i had been like, okay, I'm a little skeptical here, but let's go. And I, I appreciate how boldly they went. That open trust is something that I just long for and not to have all these questions and anxieties about what the heck is going on and the fact that Peter and Andrew, uh, Simon at the time, um, just went, they followed. And then along further, you know, he, he goes on to find James, the son of Zebedee, as well And he goes, follow me there too. And I can only imagine what that would have looked like to the people who were also on the boats with them. Like you just see them dropping their nets and following this other guy like, what? And it just goes to show how much power and presence Jesus had. And also how much power and presence Jesus still has And through through his word. He works so hard to remind us of these things what by reading these stories and um just being able to experience that with him um, in the bible and also in our everyday life there are so many things that if you're reading this and you're going well i'm not fishing how is jesus calling me you know he's he's calling us each and every day to serve him to love the people around us to love god and it's in those moments those brief moments that we have to realize like oh okay, Jesus, I see what you're doing. I think one of the other many things that I love about this part of Mark 1 is when it's Jesus prays in a solitary place. So I'm going to read so Mark 1, 35. It was very early in the morning while it was still j- dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. I think that is the powerful thing is that Jesus knew that before he went out and before he did ministry, before he could do anything, he knew that he had to center himself in God and his father and know that that was where his strength was coming from, that yes, he he needed that. He was the prime example of of what we are supposed to do in our lives, that we need to center ourselves with God. and And you may be sitting there going, yeah, I know I need to do that. I need to sit down and read the Bible and you know, get right with God, but really it's, it's, he's there, he's in, in our midst, in our presence all the time. And he just wants us to take those brief moments to just sit with him and fill ourselves up. We spend our lives pouring out, pouring out, pouring out for the people around us and realize that we're just empty cups trying to fill other people when we haven't filled ourselves. I, I am a victim of that. I find that you give and you give and you give, and then you realize you're sitting there and you're like, why am I so grumpy and tired and irritable? Well, I haven't taken time to center myself on why we're here. What's our purpose? And I encourage you to do that, whatever that looks like. For me, it's, it's getting a little journal out and You know, writing and journaling some of the Bible verses that stick out to me. And for you, maybe it's drawing. For you, it's just praying, listening to worship music, just reading a few passages from your scripture, listening to someone else read it to you. Whatever that may be, I encourage you. Whether that means taking this journey with me through Mark um, as we go through. I'm not giving you the whole glimpse of Mark because there's so much in it, but I want to give you the little bits and pieces that really stick out to me so that it'll spark your interest to go and read it. So if you have any time today, I pray that you can uh, dive into Mark 1 and that you can really take time to be in God's Word and to be in His presence because it will fill you up. That doesn't mean that you're going to, after you read it, you're just going to be like, "Ah, I'm refreshed and everything is kittens and rainbows and happy. But there's this peace that is unexplainable and unattainable in any other way unless you're with God in His presence, in His Word. And so if you need any help with that, reach out. Ask a friend to do it with you, keep you accountable, because life really does try to get in the way and this world tries to tell us that we don't have time for this, that Jesus will be there when he's there, you know when we when we need him, yes, but guess what we need them, we need him every day, and so my prayer for you guys and for myself is that we can just realize that we need that and to take time for ourselves to be strengthened and protected by God, and know that the Holy Spirit is in us working through us and loving us. And renewing us each and every day. And so, um, yeah, just take this journey with me, and I'm looking forward to it. Um, And I pray that you continue to have a blessed day, week, month, year, and know that God is with you always. Amen.